Go for it. Uh, Gladly, welcome. Today is November 9th, 2018. This is Brad from First Shop in South Beach, Miami. I'm here with Christian De La Iglesia. And to my right, Terry Quinlan. And Bill Whitten. Carlos Jimenez or Turtle. Turtle. We got two repeat Turtle. guests this time. And I know. Uh, a newbie. I, I enjoy the repeat. Fresh guests. meat. Yes. This is going to be interesting. Uh, Keegan is out there running the AV, so if anything goes wrong, the original him. fresh meat. <laughs> the original fresh meat. It's the no, forever we're fresh meat. Them. And Caleb is just trying to manage this all. Wrangling kittens around here. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, Welcome to the show. It's welcome. good to be, Great. you know, every time. Cheers. It's always a good time. Well, what I really like about this show is that we've got some classics in here. We got some. Uh, can I call you guys classics? Sure. Okay. Call us old. You just did it. You just did it. Retro. 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 Historical. Historical. Social security veterans. Antique. Antique group. An antiquated group here. You know what I think is interesting is you've got basically the early '60s, right? The mid '60s, and then the '70s. So we kind of are uh, we're, we're, we're picking Covered up. Like, where do you pick we're up? We're picking up like uh, three. 90s. Yeah, so that's like, <laughs> well, yeah. skipped a little bit. We need to but fill this gap But the good thing is, in. you know, you're covering that first really important era for not just surfing, but for South Beach. Absolutely. You know, and this is where this is, it all started. Right here on these beaches. Yeah. And you wouldn't be here, none of us would be here no. if it wasn't for that. So, Absolutely. Yeah, some good that stories is a, about that. That is the craziest it. part of this. I can't wait to get into it because it's yeah. so true. No one really realizes how yeah. long the surfing history is here. Yeah, and, and people, what I find really interesting is how many people, oh. when you say, oh, I surf South in Miami at South Beach, they go, there are no waves That's in right. Miami. Yeah. All, still? It's like, You're still? All the time, you know? all the time still? All it's crazy. the time. And most people, of the time, they're kind of right. <laughs> no. but I would I would say they they are right that there's not quality waves in Miami, but there are waves. Yes, that's right. true. There's well, rideable stuff well, here. There's quality waves, yeah, but not all year round. Yeah, well, but because we do have quality waves, we do. Where everybody comes from all over. Yes, but yes. but that happens infrequently. But the yeah. frequency aspect of the surf here in Miami is that whenever we get a southeast wind or a northeast wind, it may not be perfection waves, right. but it's but you right, get wet. right And I would also say, not that I'm taking the stage here, but that most of the guys who have stuck with it and come out of Miami over the past 50 years and are still involved in it, or at least progressed through it, are way better surfers because they had to ride and they had to become meteorologists to figure out when the waves are. And they had to understand tides and they had to know how to ride junk surf so when you give them a really clean nice long line you know holy crap that's like the best i think it's know? i think it's baffled people over the years even on the world tour where they see like your Hopgoods and the lopez brothers exactly. and your kelly's and stuff Slater, and all these guys yeah. that have come from florida yeah and they're like these guys come from the smallest junkiest surf sometimes right. yeah. and these guys are just charging and doing so well in real ways they dominated yeah yeah Yep, yeah. Matt Keckley, exactly. And nothing throws them off. You know, yes, they get these perfection waves, but the tide changes in the middle of a the heat, they're still on right. fire. 
Right. Because they know how to ride junk. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I tell people when they're going for surf lessons here, I'm like, don't beat yourself up too much about not yeah. being able to figure it out or get yeah. it. But when you do, and if you can surf here, you can surf anywhere. You can surf anywhere. anywhere. That's yeah. it. You and you'll be here. better anywhere else. Right. Yeah. Right. If you can deal with yeah. this. That's definitely true. And it's, that, it's almost that need to find that one little bump, that one little chop where you, you're kind of yeah. imaginative, right? You're, yeah. you're kind of like, Connect two you're, seeing, right? you're kind of seeing a little bump and your, your eyes drifting off down the wave a little bit. You're like, oh man, I know it might kind of hit that sandbar right there if I kind of just wedge into it from here and all of a sudden it just starts to grow a little bit or opens up because the bottom does that. And it's, uh, exactly. for me, it's one of the more exciting parts of it. Yeah. What I think is interesting is when you go to these other places, like, uh, for instance, you know, my first experience with really good ways was when I went to California in as a as a freshman in high school and I saw what everybody else at the beach was going I'm not going out in that and I was like are you kidding me like it's still like, it's still like that <laughs> breaking you know and it's if, if this was South Beach right. I, I, I don't know how many times I've said that if this was South Beach <laughs> I would be on that for it's two crazy and a half how it's still said so much where people oh, are just yeah. like well if that was South yeah. Beach yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. so anyway you know anyway that's Let's get into the weekly happenings. Yeah. We got heavy happening. into this. Yeah, uh, no, I'm, 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 I'm psyched. And I'm even scared to say the first weekly happening because the, uh, it is the, I guess, the growing popularity of the idea of Keegan's small wave contest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there is people out there asking where they can register to be a contestant, we barely, we a barely judge. There are sponsors lining up. And yeah. banks and auto dealerships, they all want in. How about the entry fee? Can I be in charge of that? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, as far as an entry fee? Yeah. Is there one? It could be like, so like, it could be for like Ah, donations, charities. Donations. Let's bring him up here and let him talk about Keegan. it a little bit. Keegan. Yeah. Keegan the intern. Yeah, this is, this is, it would be. Where you going? Where you going? Where you going? Where you going? Yeah. yeah. This is your microphone. Yeah. 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 So there could be an entry fee depending on whether we choose to do charity or not. What if we don't want to do charity? We want to the charity to be us. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe we put it towards like new like rash cards, like rash card comp, comp rash cards. Yeah, there you uh, go. I think. Right. Well. It, yeah, no, you know, I, I, I think it's I, your I, contest, so you make I, the decisions. I, I think it'll be cool. I think you well, got don't, it. Bill, don't give him so much power. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clearly, he's already got the run of the one. I mean, how much? He's got, got a clipboard. Come on. Come off of the he's knees. got a clipboard. <laughs> if you want to get sponsors, then you got to. It would be helpful to do it with a charity. I mean, yeah. if you're serious. Yeah. Because then, then you'll get. You'll get. You know, you can go to people. I just gotta find the right charity. Yeah. Pick somebody like a Surf Rider Foundation or something that really means something that we. You know, we all surf together anyway. You know. I think. I think we might have it in there. Yeah. Where? The cat might be in the bag. Yeah. Cat might be in the bag. Anyway. All right, there it is. Hashtag cat is in the You're finished. So, in regards to parameters of the small wave contest, are we, uh, are we projecting this to be within the next couple of weeks? Sometimes within the next couple of months? I, I actually was thinking after surf season. I, I would, well. Like, maybe like spring break. Nobody time. wants to wait that long. Yeah. Spring break get time. soon. I mean, we have plenty of small days surf ahead. All right. And, maybe and, and, we, and we had said one of the biggest steps of this thing is if the waves get bigger than waist high, it's con contest is off. off. Right. No way. Maybe like we a, a, a true small wave. All, small all wave invitational. Some sort of Sunday or a holiday weekend or something. 43 days from now. 43. Oh, 43 days. 43 days. Sure. I, I think, I think it, would, it would be, uh, yeah. Uh, but you know you have to realize too we're coming into the holiday season. Right. 
So you're going to everybody's get, traveling. Yeah, you're not going to get a lot of folks starting. You know. Thanksgiving. So you mean I could win? I, right. I, 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 if you want to, so this thing is happening certainly. Yeah. Yeah. Turns out the contest happens here, so in cool. five minutes. Yeah. First heat, five yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. See you in the water. <laughs> Next up, I'll tweet yeah. it out. Yeah. No, anyway, but uh, you know, maybe, maybe uh, January. So Keegan Small Wave Contest happening to maybe be in January, 2019, yeah. coming around the corner yeah. when she comes. Annual Memorial Small Wave Contest. Yeah. Pro. Pro classic, pro. classic, pro, 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 am. pro, pro am classic. It's gotta be like the triple crown. Triple crown classic pro am charity event. I like it. And gala. This is all. This is all conceptualizing here, folks. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, never we know. We did not it plan this thing. Good. It could be you know mediocre, but I think it's gonna be good. All right, let me just segue right into the next thing into the week. We have uh, chicken tacos tonight. Oh, wait, instead of pork they tacos. Oh, uh, for those of us that had some of the chicken tacos, Phnom, Bradley. So we might be able to do a multiple taco thing at the contest. Would veggie tacos come into this at all? You know, it's funny, I've been thinking about it. Or maybe at least fish. Like a veggie meat kind of thing? Or like... No, I mean, I got some friends that are just like, straight <laughs> fish. Or just straight vegan. And, right. Kind of hard to cook for for me. Right. Yeah, do, they, do they serve? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Or we can have, like, fries. Don't think you can have fish when you're vegan. No, they can't. So I gotta, I gotta, I'm thinking about trying to vary it up. I, I went pork, or just beef, not chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry, Fulvia. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you can swing by. We got beer. I can't believe you guys are talking about the menu. Well, is this an important aspect of it? We're talking about the menu in general because this is the first time we've done chicken tacos. and So eggplant tacos for the veggie. Do we have an associated taco contest? Yes. Moving on. There we go. That might be cooking and surf contest. Listen, our surf contest went from just like a one-day kind of thing to like a full festival. This could be like a That was a three-day festival. We can do with wine and food. Right. And surfing. That's not bad because they'll already have the thing down. They'll have the tents and everything. So you just kind of glom just roll, into just that. roll right into it. Slide down they to like 18th Street. They wouldn't even notice us. No. no. I'm sure we can get a celebrity chef to come in here, do a little something, get on talk story. Right? Yeah. yeah. They're all clamoring for it. My emails are blowing up. They're like, how do I get on the show? Like, stop. I think we can do it. Okay. <laughs> so let's jump into the forecast. What do we got for surf coming up? No, no, no. We got one what? other what major what we happening. What else we got? Bill, ah, tell us what's happening. Oh, the major happenings, yes. Um, opening up at the Museum of Florida History, uh, which is in Tallahassee, Florida. Now, if any of you all are going to the FSU game, or you've got you know, kids that are in school up there, or you're in school up there, you're in Tallahassee already, please take a moment, take a couple hours, go over to the Museum of Florida History and check out the surfing it's called Surf's Up Florida. It is a comprehensive look of all that is surfing from the 50s, the 60s, the 70s, all the way up to now in the Museum of, um, of History at, at, in Tallahassee. So it really is worth going and checking out. You guys, you know, uh, please, if you're in Tallahassee, it's worth stopping in. And, that, and you're curating. Actually, I, I, yeah, I have, I've curated a, a lot of the, the South Florida part of the exhibit. Um, and then there is somebody, uh, John Hughes is uh, in Brevard County and, and Central Florida. And then they've got a couple of people that are working on the, uh, the Gulf Coast side the, uh, and the Panhandle. Wow, so super it cool. Is a, it is a complete look. 
at the whole surfing state. Florida, wow. which is cool. And it's also a historical look, but it's also you know very, very, very relevant to today. And how long so, is that going to be for? Oh yeah, and it is up. Thank you, Turtle. I appreciate that. Uh, it will oh, be up until um, it, it's running from November fifteenth all the way through to uh, June. So it's going to be up for oh, right. almost and, seven months. And the hours are what? Uh, during the day, mostly. Well, during the day, yeah, probably, probably nine to six, or you know, okay. I, I'm not sure about the hours. Go to the website; they got it. Yeah, and, and actually, we'll post it on the website here. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you'll see every all the information. I think it's five thirty to seven thirty p.m. No, that that is the grand opening. Oh, okay, good. Oh, which that's is a, November, Thursday. Oh yeah, so November fifteenth, they're having a grand, grand opening. opening, and then but after that, Super it'll be up for six, almost seven months. So, so it's going to be a lot, of, a lot of memorabilia, art, like everything from, like I said, the 50s. Photos you know, and everything? The Whitman stuff, a lot of some of that, uh, some of the uh, the old um, uh, Dick Catree. Dick, Dick Catree stuff, uh, yeah. Yeah, the um, uh, Mirtha Surf, sure. you know, that oh historical look. I mean, there's a number of really interesting so things. So do they have photos, have boards? Everything. Photos, boards, clothing. No way, really? I know I sent him a couple of pieces of my old surf oh, team right. shirts. Do you still so, have those? Yeah, I do. That's actually. so yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, no, they've got, they're going to be hanging things. There. You know, I, I have not seen the final layout, but apparently, from what I understand, and she will be sending a video, which uh, Chris will post on the, yep. on the website mm -hmm. as soon as we get it. So it will be kind of like a, a 360 look oh, at the cool. show. So, uh, but if you're up there, please go by and see it, because it, it really is, it could be a great, Great afternoon. Absolutely, and, and Bill brought this great little uh, album uh, of just all these old school photos and, and, and like bills for TV or for move or old surf flicks. So yeah, um, I'm gonna be taking a lot of photocopies of them. Yeah. We're gonna create our own little album of it and stuff, and just have it here and let people kind of cruise through. And it. also put it up on the yep. on the website. Uh -huh. Yeah, for yep. sure. It'll, it'll, it'll be it'll go up there as well. Yeah. And, and I plan in another, another couple of weeks. We had just done a little photo exposition with our Instagram a couple of weeks ago with First Surf Shop, and everyone loved it. And it was all like a little bit more recent and stuff from yeah. you know the early 2000s till now. And I'm planning to get a lot of the older school footage and being able to do the same thing for a couple Sick. days. Yeah, um, probably going to do cool. that the week of Thanksgiving, like a Monday, Tuesday, That'd Wednesday, leading up into it, and just kind of just showcase all these old school pictures from you know. From what you've brought yeah. to what everyone's kind of had. Yeah, we've got we have, we've got plenty up there, and it's it's some it's really neat to look at that the old stuff and see how our beach, South Beach, all over, all of Miami has changed so dramatically oh. over the last you know 50 years. It's it's incredible, and uh, anyway, it's it's a great look. It's oh. great history. Can't yeah. wait. Yeah, Welcome one of the weird things that's happened when we've been doing this show has been. Uh, well, we started it because. I don't know, it seemed like a good idea, it'd be fun. But now, like, it almost feels like some sort of weird responsibility to have you guys come in and tell these stories so that somewhere they're cataloged because eventually you guys are gonna forget all these stories, all these things are gonna be gone, and then- You mean you're, we're getting that's old? That's it. Senility. <laughs> 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 yeah. Keegan didn't even know that there was a pier here. Sure. Well, you know yeah, what I mean? I like, know. that kind What's of stuff. That? I know, and, right. it's, and it's, I think it's important because, you know, Miami, as much as, and we've talked about this, people don't understand that this really does have a pretty rich surf culture. Yes. And it has had a surf culture, yeah. you know, over the years. And it's maintained a surf culture. And now even years. more than before. Probably so, there's because there's more people. There's so many yeah. more surfers yeah. out in the water yeah. and stuff like and that. And we're getting so many more people from Central and South America yeah. that, are, that are coming up here and that are living here. You know, and I, I mean, I mean, the beach has changed, but but it really, 
once you get past the shoreline, right. it really hasn't. Right. <laughs> it's funny because I, I've always uh, been such a fan and just a student of, of, of the surf history around here. And I know when I was working at Island Water Sports, you know, 10 plus years ago, and TQ used to come in and, and you know, we just kind of shoot the breeze and talk about some surf and he would just kind of tell me all these stories and I feel like I was a grom just kind of listening to these things and I, and I know that I've appreciated every time I can hear some of these stories and kind of pass on because I feel like surfers are some of the best storytellers around it's like campfire telling, oh, storytelling yeah. you know yeah. um, and I know that when we started the Miami Surf Archive project right. nonprofit a few years back right. Uh, I was so amped that I was I was around guys like Bill and that Terry, was great. And, yeah. and and that there was so many, and there was a couple younger guys that was like myself and Mike Loss, Michael Loss and, yeah. and even Lanzo and stuff like yeah. that that were really intrigued on wanting to see the preservation of our surf culture down here yeah. uh, preserved and not only that but told. Right. And um, and it's true, you know. I mean, you can't escape getting old you know and eventually whether but it's it is also like a, a weird little like side piece of Miami history that it's so easy to get swept under the carpet otherwise right. yeah well you know what, what I, I mean think so everything else would get just get glossed right. over and it's like no well, there was nothing like that happening yeah. because the same thing, thing that, that was happening that right. everybody says you don't surf in Miami yeah well, exactly. surf in Miami right yeah there's what a I history think is here. that right. you guys yourself and, and guys like Michael Loss you guys took it and really did it actually created what is now becoming a real historical part of Miami. Before, like guys like Bill and I, we, we just, were just living our lives and right. surfing. We just had stuff in books. Right. Yeah, you or, know, or in and, our heads and, or whatever. And, and, you know? In boxes and that so we didn't the, use. But the fact that you guys have taken yeah. it out of the out of the out of the mailbox and right. said and presented it to everybody. Well, you guys, so you guys created is. the foundation for and, the history. And, yeah, and, I, know, I, do it. and I also, I, well, I'm sorry. That's all right. No, I'm just saying we weren't responsible for, for for what was going on, you guys have, have brought it out, and I, I, you know, my hat's off to you guys. Yeah, but I would also say that I have to 100% applaud you for maintaining a viable, going business here, on here. South Beach yeah. in this location. Yeah. I mean, that is amazing. Thank and you. And it is. I totally. I mean, I totally. And everybody, you know, that that That's is good. like. Thank you. No, I, I was thinking about that today. I said, you know. So how about that bro discount? <laughs> well, it's cool, you know? No, it is. It's very uh, well, cool. Well, I'm, I'm humbled by that and so, comment. I'm, I'm honored because. Yeah. Well, and it's are, not, it's not easy. I look it's up not easy. But, but, and to that point, I would say that maybe this is where we ought to base ourselves to build that rich history and understanding and that. but keep a retail operation around it so that it, it, it can continue to grow right you but know? you've always had that thought right the, the conversations that we've had with the video thing right yeah and again and a lot of it is like you know i grew up as a kid and i you know the first surf shop i hung out at was trade winds on collins and 60 9th Street when Sam and Jaime Brunstein first pulled that out together. Yeah. That was a beach I kind of learned out. And, you know, I pepper that with going to, you know, a bird surf shop as well and, right. um, and whatnot. Hall. And for me, I was just enamored with the, the surf culture and, and industry all together. Yeah. So I just, I hung out and I got to, and I really enjoyed absorbing these stories that you would hear 
And then it's just that 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 passion has never gone away. And, it, and I, I'm still a young Grom when I get to hear some of the older stories and whatnot. I'm still and, a young Grom right. just being able to sit here with yeah. you guys. Yeah, that's, <laughs> but, but, but it's so good. And, and, and right, I, you make us feel young. Yeah. <laughs> and, and thanks for saying that. But you know, I, and I think collectively together as a community, it's you know I've told Brad before. I feel like there's a, a certain sense of responsibility that we that we feel here at the shop that we've got to kind of. Be that lighthouse for yeah. surfing down here and yeah. kind of continue it and you know yeah it doesn't you know the lights don't stay on you know for free so right. there's got to yeah. be a component that kind of adds gotta, to it but um i think preserving what we do and, and even these conversations and kind of taking it from here people that are you know interested in like myself and brad and mike loss and getting you know kids stoked like yeah. keegan and stuff like that that again didn't even realize it was a peer here and know? chris how many times have we been in the shop and guys come out of the blue and go, oh my God, I used to surf here in the right. 70s. I used to yeah. surf here in yeah. the 80s. I used to surf here. And everyone that comes here has a smile. Right. Yeah. Or a story. Right. Oh, and sure. that they never yeah. forget. Right. So sure. that's, that's, right. That's, 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 right. that's so important that, you know, they come back here and they're looking for that surf shop. Right. If the surf shop wasn't here right. or nobody was here, they would just go, just oh, be like, you know okay. what? Right. The stories would be left right where they're at. Right. And, and, and that's, that's yeah. what's important that they, you watch the guys come in here and, you know, we're, we're them. Right. So, and you walk in here, go, oh my God, you know, back in the 80s, back in the 70s, back in the 60s, this is what it was like. Right. And you're always got to smile because, you know, that's what we grew up with. That's right. what we knew right. and stuff. Yeah. And that's important. That, that's oh, really yeah. important. That's why this is this is such a beacon for, yeah. like you said, a historical and it's, and it's not an easy historical lighthouse right, right. here. And it's not yeah. an easy business to do. No, it's no, oh, it's, it's, it's changed over the time. Like I was right. just talking to Scott from Island Water Sports today, and we've been for the last couple of days. We always talk about and compare notes and kind of just talk about industry stuff and how things have changed. And yeah. you know, is there still room for a surf shop? You know, people buy stuff online, this and that. You know, you see certain companies like your Pacific somewhere is a bigger yeah. feel good places that all of a sudden they used to be all about surfing their stores. And now they've gravitated towards a little bit more streetwear and all this different yeah. stuff because their finger on the pulse is a little bit different than what it used to be. Right. And at that point, you know, Scott and I were talking about like, does that mean that surf is dead in a sense of the, the you know, the culture and the and uh, the clothing and everything that goes with it. And I think it's just uh, it's not necessarily dead. It's just gotten a little bit more more specialized and it always Very been much specialized. So. Very much so. It always been specialized yeah. and and uh, the culture is always back when there's waves. Right. right. So, <laughs> so we noticed that with that with that the little culture, acquisition right, of pictures. Whenever there's waves, right. the culture comes right, right. back. And, and, I think and, that and everybody hangs out. With, everybody with, uh, has that feeling. Everybody's talking. Everybody's, you know. And how great is that feeling? Yeah. For me, it's like when when we get waves here and people come in and they stop by. They're high five. They're hanging outside. Right. People are cracking beers. They're ordering some right. food. They're laughing. That energy is yeah, unreal. It's, a, it's, a it's like next level. So, what I live so let me do the report and forecast then. Let's get into it. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, actually the report and yeah. forecast so is... now that I'm excited, are look, you guys going to have waves for me? <laughs> look, <laughs> looking up, actually. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I know. I'm leaving next Friday, and so, of course, the seasons are going to change. Yeah, and there's probably as well. Um, so, upcoming weekend, we do have a cold front coming through. It looks like to wash out right over our area, maybe Saturday. So not looking like a major wave maker, but potential for a little bit of a creeper of a north swell. And then just like last weekend on that Sunday, we had some southeast wind kind of yeah. pop up when the fronts kind of mm -hmm. stalled on us. So maybe again for that same sort of situation, maybe an early pulse of a north swell and then some southeast wind swell later in the day. We talking when? Saturday into Sunday. Right. 
next like week. tomorrow? Next week. Uh, no, like this week. week. No, like, no, this week. Okay, because we do have that front coming in on Wednesday. Then, yeah, and yeah. so then we got another, this is more of a major two front. One tomorrow, yeah. and then yeah. another one. Yeah, and, right. one yeah. and so this right. is like kind of a, eh, whatever, might happen, might not happen. When we got a good, actually pretty fun waves last Sunday out of something similar, mm. um, a little surprising. And then uh, next week, midweek, looks like maybe our first real good cold front of the year. Um, the two, the GFS and the Euro are calling it a little bit differently. The GFS has got it coming a little earlier, Euro a little bit later. GFS a little stronger, Euro a little weaker. GFS a little bit more overland, Euro a little bit more overwater. So I don't know what the hell's gonna happen, really. The computer doesn't know what's gonna happen. I don't know Wait, what's gonna happen. So history, st history has always been that if we have waves on Halloween, we're gonna have waves at Thanksgiving, <laughs> we're gonna have waves on Christmas, and we're gonna have a good winter. So we had waves at Halloween. My elbow is itching. We had yeah, waves okay. at Halloween. They weren't that good, but there were still waves. Yeah. So we might have a good winter. And then is there a groundhog named? Where's Puxatonic Phil? Is he coming out? And you're talking about it's like Hialeah Jose. Well, that's how we used to always yeah, gauge it. I agree. I, I remember that all those special yeah. holidays seem yeah. to draw. So. Right. So well, if you would get it at Halloween, again. was the first holiday or whatever, and if we'd well, get waves, we knew we we're gonna have the a good winter. First holiday of what we call winter. Right, right, right. Of right. winter for us. Uh, and so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, get your wetsuits at First Surf Shop because it's going to get cold. It is actually, uh, yeah. This actually it's looks like a cold nippy, front yeah. that's going to uh, actually come through next week and provide yeah. a little bit cooler yeah. temperatures, drier temperatures. The temp is it. going to drop. The water temperature drops fast. Very fast. That is something that I've always found interesting, Mr. Meteorologist, is that it takes a long time to warm up. But man, it drops, drops five, five, like five degrees that fast. Yeah. Like the yeah. first front that comes through, it drops five, six degrees. Is that is that also the why. case down here? Because I know up coast it drops really. Oh yeah, no, it's so the same thing. I don't know. I, I don't know why. <laughs> then it takes forever in yeah. April, March, and April to warm up. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. which is odd. Yeah. You know? well, the I'm upper gonna, half inch of water is like really nippy. Yeah. I, I'm gonna give yeah. you a little old school. How we did because we didn't have GPS. All we had was turn the channel on the TV. It was, right. it was Weaver the weatherman yeah, yeah. back in the day. Yeah. And the first real cold front was always around Thanksgiving. Yeah. So that's my prediction. It's, it's crazy how yeah. that, that still plays I'm in. I, I, would, yeah, I so don't believe you I, uh, at this point. I use all the signs, but then I also go back to all the just like normal, yeah. like uh, farmer's almanac kind yeah. of stuff. Right. And when people ask like, oh, there's no waves in Miami, or when is there waves? They're like, go the coldest day of the year early in the morning and you'll see something probably very spectacular right. at South Beach. Yeah. And like I would say the coldest day of the year is definitely like n like 90% of the time the best surf day of the year. Always. Right. And it's usually in January or February. Right. 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 Yeah. What was that? Ah oh, yes, Keegan likes to wear a Speedo on the coldest day of the year. Randy Rose Jr. Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Get him some wet yes. gloves and some goggles. <laughs> and a cell phone. Watch well, the camera. Does he, does, he, does he know Randy Rose? Does I don't think so. I think it's going to be a speedo contest. Definitely should be it. That, that, that would be something. That'll separate the men from the move. Never mind. <laughs> the men from Keegan. Now, now, if Keegan gets a three minute wave at the longest left yeah. in this hemisphere, yeah. uh, then maybe. Yeah. Google that one. Yeah. Right. We'll do. All right. So we got some surf on top. All right. Yeah. Uh, some interesting stuff really happening. It's wintertime coming it's into effect. It's starting to change. And then something else really weird is 
uh, actually both the GFS and the Euro and the Canadian are both all picking up on something. When that front comes through uh, and kind of washes out south of us, the tail end of that front may get some tropical development and come back oh, wow. up uh, northeast of the Bahamas. Wow. Uh, it's really too far out to say, yeah. but for all the models to be picking up on That's something cool. similar, you got- For this time of year, that stuff- Typical, that you know, Chicky loves it. Yeah. Chicky's yeah, yeah. gonna be all over that yeah, one. He is, yeah. he loves, he loves cool. those tail end of uh, fronts. Debo.com, looking at you. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, next topic. Let's roll right into it. I mean, uh, we're, 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 you know, the whole point of having these gentlemen on here was kind of to discuss a little bit of what, you know, not only just the equipment that was written back in the day, uh, but also the type of surf, uh, to even like the industry part, because I know, you know, Turtle and, um, and TQ had worked at a shop. Bill, did you ever work at a shop or were you just... Uh, well, you know, I had that little experience with the uh, Blue World uh, paddle. Yes, well, right. That, that was more than that nowadays. So there was a yeah. there was a shop that you know lasted enough. for what? Three, it was all, all was I it needed. Two, three years, three years. That the, well, I know you were in it for a year. I was about a year. You're a year, but I think yeah. it total lasts for about yeah, three years. Yeah, about three. Yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, no, it's not easy. No. And and you know, and I think more than anything, location. You got it. Right. You're, yeah, you're you right got to be right where the waves are. You're golden. It doesn't matter. But here's where it's at. Talking about going back, just. One of the things that, that I, and I know TQ, you'll, you'll remember this, but, and Turtle, you'll remember this. The location that we're at right now was actually First Surf of, Shop right here at first South Point. South Point and First Street was actually, to our south was, you know, just geographically, mm -hmm. right. there was a dog track. Dog track. Right actually right here. Exactly. Right, right where we're sitting right, right now. And there was a- Now banned in Florida. Ironically yes, enough. and thank God for that. Right, but absolutely. You know, I don't want to get political, but you know. Right. Um, no vaping. I'm all for the puppets. Uh, yeah, but, would, but the vaping thing, I was, I was like, no oil, but vaping. I don't know where. Anyway, we digress. The dogs are not um, vaping. Very easily here. Yeah, I know. I noticed that. Too. Um, <laughs> but uh, but the, the the dog park itself actually was behind us, but in front of us was a two-story parking garage, and a lot of people don't don't understand or, or can, can not visualize that where these huge structures were right behind us, where mm. these condominiums were, it was a two-story parking garage, and you pulled in, if you were coming to uh -huh. the beach, and you paid a quarter to drive in and park under the parking and garage. And they had a jack shade. They had a snack shack. And there yeah. was a snack shack. Jack, yeah, the Jack, Jack, Jack Diamond yeah. actually ran a little, With his uh, phone. he had yeah. the first original uh, food truck, if you will. Right. Food truck. <laughs> but it was uh, a little. So what do you do? Like hot dogs or yeah, yeah. hot dogs, pizza, yeah, yeah. pizza, hamburgers. And if you caught, yeah, fished off the pier and caught black tips, he'd make black he'd tip make, burgers. He'd, yeah, he'd make, yeah, he'd, he'd make fish sandwiches. Yeah. Whatever. But the key element was he had a telephone. Yeah. And, and the surf report. And the surf report was right there. He'd look at it. And, and he, he would he embellish knew. it a little bit because you know he wanted like, people to come down. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if he knew, uh, who, if he knew who you were, he would he would uh, <laughs> tell you. But so you had a, if they didn't answer the phone, it was flat usually. If they answered the phone, it was usually not Jack. It would be the other guy that You're was right. a tall, skinny guy. Right. And he'd go, you know, two to three. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He wouldn't even yeah. say anything. Two One to three. Two. Hang right. on. It wasn't flat. a conversation. That was it. No, you know. Did, did a lot of people wins. hang in this parking lot? Like, was it, was it like yeah. a spot to yeah. hang? That was it. That's where yeah. you park. For both surfers and other people as well? Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but most of the time, the surfers congregated near the stand. They, which or the, and they yeah, took the first row. Yeah, the so first row. So you would park the first row because you, you could park and watch the waves. Yeah, if you were a tourist and came in, you usually would 
not want to be around a group of thugs hanging out, you know, long-haired guys, you know, with boards and beer. Yeah. And you know yeah. what? During there was a couple hurricanes that came through, and it filled the parking lot with sand, with sand yeah. and water, where you'd come in the morning after the hurricane and watch snappers and fish swimming <laughs> in the parking lot, which was away from the beach. And this is uh, at the same time there was a pier that went out. You know how far? Maybe 150, 200 yards. Yeah. Maybe more. Maybe 300 yards out. It was a fishing pier. It had a bathrooms, uh, enclosed bathrooms on it, and it also had, at the end, it had a, a kind of an L shape. Yeah. And once you got out there, you know, the, the guys would, you know, go out and fish all day. But in here, where on First Street, there was a circle. It's still there, that's in. the circle right there. Yeah, but, turn they, around. but they closed it in. Yeah. It used to be a little bit longer, yeah. and then it went into some uh, different parking. And you had an amphitheater right, right there yeah. next to and it. And there was the amphitheater. The right amphitheater. next to it, and it was two stories right here right. at the beginning. And on Saturdays or Sundays, they would have, you know, like a, a polka bands and stuff like right. that for the old people, and they would all congregate. I researched here. a little bit of that pier, and I remember it being called the Million Dollar Pier. Uh, that's news to me. Over the 30s and stuff like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, it, it never looked like a million dollar pier. No. And they had Beninsky's, they had a burlesque yeah. shot. I'm wondering if that's yeah. where the, that the amphitheater was. was. At, at one point, that L was actually enclosed out there. If you see the old pictures, uh -huh. I have a picture from the 30s, uh -huh. and it's oh, enclosed. And that's probably yeah. where it was. Right. right. Yeah. But it was. That's there weren't like sand cool. dunes back then as well. We were just talking. No, there's no, no, no sand dunes at all. No, no, the dunes were put in the 70s. Yeah, that, that was no, actually. No, no, 80s. When they, yeah. when they, to put the dunes in, when they took the pier down, right. they started changing the beach and they planted to try to hold the, the, the sea oats right. to create the sand dunes. Right. right. And, yeah, they were, and, and they were expanding the beach as well because you look at a yeah. lot of the old pictures. They, I feel like that the ocean, was all the dredging. The ocean was coming up literally to where almost like the first dredging. Well, this wall from this, from this, from this building where the wall is. That wall, that's part of the parking original. lot seawall. Yeah. The original parking lot seawall that was there. But the, also, from the standpoint of if you go south or north of here, the, the entire beach was held together By jetties. with By groins. 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 Yeah. 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 And they had them all the way down to 21st Street and beyond. Yeah. Right. And so that, they had put those in to try to hold the sand in. Right. Obviously, as soon as we got a, you know, Betsy and, then, and Donna and the right. hurricanes, you know, those matter. were taken. And then a lot of the hotels <laughs> just had <laughs> seawalls. Like, a lot of the ocean yeah. just yeah. broke against the seawall. And it was smacking against the seawall right. at yeah. high tide. It yeah. was like not even a beach. Right, right. exactly. So imagine, if, you know, for those of us that live on the beach here and stuff like that, up on 41st Street or 30th Street and stuff like that, right yeah. where the hotel line ends or where the boardwalk is. <coughs> that was water. water. That was water. Yeah. Wait, crazy. So the rocks right there are like remnants of seawall? The rocks. On 41st Street, the rocks. No, 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 no. no, no, no. That, that's, that's all, all stuff done. through dredging yeah. and, and yeah. trying to yeah. preserve but the beach and whatnot. But like where, where, where the boardwalk yeah. is, yeah. that was a seawall. And the water right. used to come right. up to there. And where 21st Street is, where that little wall is still there, right. yeah. that was where the sand line used to be, right, right there. Yeah. And the two jetties used to come off of there. There, yeah. there was more right. than right. two. Actually, there was yeah. three or four jetties. Yeah, down, on down, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, those groins, I, I remember, they went all the way up to yeah. all over and stuff. Yeah. I've oh, seen yeah. photos from the 30s. Still, they they're had still like like that there's still a couple of those groins right behind in Val Harbor on the beach and stuff. Yeah. Like they probably that. are. There's yeah. still a couple. Oh yeah, that kind of they're they're there. buried. Yeah, yeah. It's like 96th Street. Right. Yeah. They're they're you can see them. They used that same construction but, in New Jersey right. in the but same time they were building. What started the whole process? What started the whole process, to my memory, and I told. This, uh, the last time was, was either in 61 or 62 there was a huge north swell that came down in the fall from a low that was sitting off of Jacksonville 
and there was waves that were literally breaking over the top of the First Street Pier, and it just chewed the whole pier off. And there was a big, big picture in the Herald. I don't know. If you, you but you know, that, but that happened in the late '70s and '80s. Yeah. The North Swells would break over the pier. Yeah. Over the, the top, the, and you'd the, paddle, the, you wouldn't even paddle out. You'd well, just jump off the pier. But one he's talking about was it was actually breaking and moving across all the way, and it was dumping into exactly. Alton Road. It was, yeah. it was very all the hotels, yeah. All the hotels got flooded along Ocean yeah, Drive and, and, and even that. on Collins Avenue. I was surfing, but I remember my And name. that's what promoted the whole thing about, right. about the replenishment we of the beach. The beach and, going. and 10 years later, it took them 10 years right. to start doing it, is when they started doing yeah. the dredging the first time and, and dumped all this sand there. And now, a lot I, of it was I had heard sand. after the fact that the, doing the groins was a big fail on the part of the Army uh, Corps of Engineers. It was brutal what they did. To, to prevent erosion and stuff. And it was, yeah. it was, it was, and at the time that they were just, not necessarily coin tossing it, but just like, all right, we'll just do this and we'll whatever. It. It, it didn't, but it seemed like it, I mean, because they still have it up in Jersey what, and all well, those yeah. beaches. Oh, they, yeah, don't get me started, Chris, was please. They were, they were <laughs> pulling up mulch from the bottom of the ocean 20 miles out and piping it in. Right. And they were calling it sand. Right, and, and it was big chunks of rock. Right, that's I remember exactly you, you couldn't walk down to the yeah, jetty exactly. on yeah. those rocks. Yeah, you had a lot of rocks. Cut your feet all up. And, yeah. they, and they just, I mean, they devastated all the natural reefs that were 50 yards offshore up and down, up and How down. How did that beach. impact the waves? Terribly, terribly. It killed 21st Street. Yeah. Totally. Eliminated that wave and a lot of the other little breaks. And it changed South Beach here for a while. But South Beach a, eventually then came the, Then a couple of hurricanes came. Yeah, cleaned everything out. back right, out, right. and then it, yeah. you got waves again. Yeah, I don't think I think you know a lot of times when they do that, it, it works for a year or so, and then we yeah. have a big weather event, and it just goes right yeah. back. Yeah, right. throwing but, one into the ocean. Yeah, that's it. It's a, basically that's what it is, you know. Right. But anyway, anyway, that was kind of a geographical setting of where, you know, we are and where the pier was, and and earlier we had talked about why it was so good between the pier and the jetty, and it's because of just that. It collected the sand and the it pier. held it. The pier. The sure. pier did. Yeah. The pier and the jetty, the jetty. held that sand. Right. So we actually had two sandbars, an outside sandbar and an inside sandbar, so the wave would actually break better through that. A lot of that you can still see kind of at Holliver with the pier right. and the jetty, because it does still hold the sand, but it's not, for some reason, I think the the way the the, uh, the geographical mm -hmm. you know beach is, it's just not quite the same as it is down here. Well, especially at Hallover, they have to push so much sand would, out into well, the jetty. Where the wall is at Hallover right. was where the jetty used to start, right. right there. Right. And it was a straight jetty out into the ocean. Right. There was no beach. Right. I, I there was like a little yeah. little almost like a little little. Right. Where at high tide, it was gone. Right. right. High tide. As soon as the tide turned, that was it. You were done. <laughs> Yeah. That, that's pretty unreal. So, yeah. Anyway, it, 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 the South Beach was always known for having um, good waves, even when there wasn't good waves. That's true. And when there was good waves, it got better. And when it was from the south or southeast, it, you could go to the north side of the pier yeah. and still get that wind break. So, you know, we were very fortunate to be living in, in, in this area where we could take advantage of that. And then, you know, uh, as far as equipment goes and how we surf you know nowadays we're you know what we're riding if it's a smaller board it's a lot wider a lot thicker you mm -hmm. know a lot more volume real quirky kind of give you a little help to get you into the surf i mean 
board shape designs back then were starting to go through a little bit of a transition from the big old clunkers that were being used in the 50s into the 60s and you know uh, you know short boards were starting to come around the evolution the, the break evolution. the breakout yeah the breakout was probably how was that for you guys and you, I mean did you did you guys all start on much bigger well clunkers I, I know he and I, I did, did. Right. I did. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not me I, I, mean, I, I, I used to have to drag yeah I did too I, I wasn't strong enough to carry all the old boards had drag marks on the back by yeah. the fin because it would you'd wear down yeah. the, wear it down and you'd have to put you know patch on it but, but back then most of the boards were single fin oh, they're all single fin. Fin. even when i started they yeah. were single fin yeah. and what was uh what was the thickness in the, cl in the in the cloth that was being used were they like eight well, ounces or yeah. volan was the main, main, volan. Yeah. yeah yeah back in our day uh, you which know, was a heavier 10 ounce yeah. usually or whatever but we but my my first board was a pop out my i went to i'll give you a real quick history yeah. of how where i got Absolutely. into this thing in 1964, my dad said, let's go see this movie called The Endless Summer. It's playing at Sunnyland Theater in Kendall. Sunnyland Theater in Kendall. So we went. That's like where Dayland uh -huh. There was cows out there. Yeah, the right, days. on the other side of the street. Right. And uh, so anyway, we went. And you pick them fields. We watched the movie, and, and, <laughs> and I was just like, I came out of there going, oh, my God, I want to serve. You know, like, and I'm 10 years old. And uh, so a week or two later, my dad comes home with his big blue, what do they call pop-outs back then. It was a cheap-made board by nobody, had no stickers on it, it wasn't a brand. It was just a big nine-foot-eight, huge 30-pound thing. Did you care? I didn't care. It was the best thing I'd ever seen in my entire <laughs> yes. life. And, uh, and so he would bring me to South Beach on the weekends, you know, and he would, you know, push me into ways. I remember he would actually pull the board, I'd lay on it, and, He'd pull the board and I'd, you know, stand Has up. He, did he ever surf? You know? My dad did surf, yeah. yeah okay. Before yeah. that? No, 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 no. Okay. Was that, 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 yeah, that movie, both, was it for yeah, both Yeah, we both started. Wow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he, he, and then I'd go in, you know, then he'd go out on my board and he hurt his back, uh, you know, and then he couldn't do it. But anyway, so he would pull me on the board. And, and then back in the day, that was kind of, and I don't know if you remember this, but on small days, we wouldn't paddle into ways. We would actually pull the board, yeah, jump on it, jump on it, and, exactly, and, yeah. and and take off and stand up. Yeah. And on little, you know, like ankle high or you know knee high. So uh, so that's that was my start. And then the next board I got was a. Uh, we he took me to Ron John Surf Shop in Cocoa Beach, which was at that time about the size small. of a of a Seven Eleven. Yeah, in a big. storefront. And uh, I he uh, he said anything you want, pick it out. Oh wow, this is great. <laughs> so I ended up getting a Yater spoon, nine eight Yater spoon, and, and I thought I was a yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was I was smoking. You had decals in your board. Oh, I had yeah, like... yeah yeah yeah. A T-shirt back then. You got a T-shirt. Right. You got the board. And, wax. and you got wax. You got you used to get. You got wax. When you bought boards, you get a leash. Well, no, at no, first no you didn't leashes. get a leash. No. You get a we bar didn't know what wax. Was dude. You get a bar wax and a T-shirt. And yeah. then as it progressed, yeah. you would get as the leash came, yeah. you get a leash. Yeah. So you got a leash. Uh, you got oh my god, I got a leash yeah. and a surf it, and a wax. Bar and then, wax. You know, and a I, I just remember going to to uh, probably fifth grade with my Yater T-shirt on. And my slip-on blue Keds. Yeah, you know, a, yeah, and my corduroy Converse. Yeah, and I was, that was, like, the look. I was styling. That's the look. Yeah. That was the look. And yeah. the, but the still a good look, is, I think. I know, but the I, interesting thing is, of I'm 65 years old, 55 years later, and I'm still wearing logo shirt, corduroys, <laughs> and slip-on Keds. So anyway, not much changed. No. Now, how did you start, sir? That was the same thing. The same <laughs> thing. So it was all the same. 
You know, right. I started back in 61, 62. My friend AJ Roberts bought a board. I, I was like Bill, I didn't know what surfing was. Took me to the beach one day with him and that was it. Yeah. And what was that mean? Were there people out there surfing already few, at that point? There was or? a few people. You know, I, we, we surfed mostly at 96th Street in those early, early right. days. Where, you, where were you guys getting equipment from at this point? Where you guys? He bought the board right down here. It was a surfboard house. Yeah. From the shop down here. That was right. one of the first shops yeah. right here. And he bought the board. Yeah, I don't know how he got it home because he didn't have a driver's license. Neither <laughs> one of us did. I mean, even but, but in terms oh. of surf shops, there wasn't surf shops but, on the East but Coast. That, no, yeah, there was. There was. There was. Yeah. Early 60s. There remember was how many? Early 60s, but, but by 64, Ron Johns was there and Coco. And the, and East, and the East and, Coast, up coast, was big. Yeah. It was and big then, for yeah. surfing. And Gardner was like California. here. And there was a, you know, Surfboards Miami right. moved over. Surfboards Miami, actually, interesting story about them is they started at the Dive and Surf, Adventure Dive and Surf, 27th Avenue and US 1. And uh, like this where is, the adventure sports is now? No. Okay. Back a little bit further okay. on the okay. other side of Shell Lumber. Anyway, in that area. And uh, once they, uh, and I'm sure there's somebody out there going, yeah, it's crazy. It wasn't there. It was anyway, right. wherever it was, it was in that area. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, they they started there, and and they and this guy Bruce Freeman actually, uh, who owned Dive and Surf, uh, saw that the surfing craze was happening. Beach Boys happened. You know, uh, surfing USA was Did going you? crazy. Endless Summer came out. Oh my God! And he said, you know, dive and surf is. I mean, my dive business is going to be okay. I got to start a surf business. So that's when he started the Surfboards Miami brand, and he began that building boards in a little location behind the shop on 27th Avenue. Later on, in '66, '67, he moved over to the beach here. And he had the shop right here on First Street, no way. and then that burnt down, and uh, and the the brand was essentially um, gone at that point. But, but as the brand come back, I mean, no, I, I, I actually uh, I, I, I resurrected it about yeah. twenty years ago. That's right. I, I did some research and I found that you know it had been basically you know I trademarked it and I have the Surfboards Miami brand now, uh, and. To date, we've built uh, about 200 boards, and I do them for friends and people that want them. And you Are guys you building boards yourself, or? No, no, no. I'm actually, you know, I'm doing okay. private label okay. with Shaper, with uh, Shapers and, and Cocoa Beach. What's, we can get you a new board. Yeah. Well, that's great because actually, you know, one of the things we were going to discuss as well tomorrow, myself, Bradley. It's, Keegan, Caleb, and a couple people, a couple of friends are going to go and take a little field trip over to uh, a couple of buddies had built out one of the 20-foot containers into a shaping bag. Oh, nice. Uh, over in the uh, Little Haiti area. Really? So we're, uh, Brad brought, yeah. went up to Jersey a couple weeks ago and brought New York. Office. I'm not from Jersey. I'm from New York. Sorry. God, sorry. Who's, who's New York. doing it? Who's uh, doing what? The boards? The shape. boards? Well, we're all going to go ahead and throw a hand at it and just kind of have funny. some fun. And it's funny because my whole life, I've been doing ding repairs for over 20 yeah. some odd years, and, I, and I've always loved the contours of boards. I, I appreciate all, but I've never tried shaping a board. Well, that's right. the ever. time. Uh, shaping and, and Brad shaped some boards, and he has a bunch of equipment from New York. Yeah, that's great. Shape boards, go great. have fun. And, shape, uh, glass, Keegan just got himself a cleaner. Wow. Now, the, the big know. question is, who's going to glass them? Well, that's just it. We'll See, probably I used have someone to, I used else to, I used to glass yeah, boards. Right. You might yeah. want to talk to some folks yeah. up north. Well, yeah, I, I, Bobby Z from Z yeah. Glassing. Yeah. yeah, take him up uh, there. Yeah, he's got a good glass house and stuff like yeah, that. You so, want for, so for us, it's, yeah. it's about mowing mo you know, people. Once you, once you get right. that, that right. piece of art right. done, yeah. right. you don't want to screw it no. up with the glass no. works. No. Oh, my God, that's the most fun part. 
That last part. Oh. Glassing's fine. No, it's not fun? Sanding. Sanding, Sanding is fun. <laughs> 70s what? I'll, I'll take the glassing any yeah. day. Glassing and So here's a little oh, something yes. that Keegan was saying that I guess Bobby Z is watching on and stuff yeah. like that. And he said, don't forget about the 70s tar. I guess was there a lot oh, of tar. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you know where the tar comes how did, from. How did you from hear about that? That would sit yeah. out there. From any no, tank. Any of them. They would use out their tanks. They used their fuel tanks as ballast tanks. So when the fuel is a bunker seat fuel, which is like a tar, which is the crudest oil they can use, so they had to heat it cheapest. up. The cheapest and the crudest. So they would get it, they'd burn it off, and then they used those fuel tanks as ballast tanks. They, they put water in it, and then they drained the ballast tanks, which is against the law, and then they- Not back then, I don't and right. it, yeah, it was, but nobody was paying attention. Right. But, but, I mean, but even yeah, then, and then they would drain it, and then it'd come onto the beach. And yeah, so, you know, all so of the stuff was you know, like, yeah, I, I remember as a kid in the 80s, it going to be. It was like cow chips. Yeah, like, I'd always get it. I'd always have to so so that, 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 yeah. that tar is the bunker seat fuel. Yeah. And all they heat it up, and it's, it's a diesel fuel, is what it is. And they would heat that up, and that's what they used because it was the cheapest fuel right. they could do. And I always thought, as a kid, it came from because all the all the freighters and the containers and the big boats were always uh, moored offshore, waiting for their time to come in to yeah. unload. No, and was, I thought that's where it was kind of coming. That was from. every every tanker traveling that was, moving was up traveling and down off the Gulf Stream. Was dumping, ah. was dumping it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dumping there. And all the hotels, they had a little yeah. bottle, yeah. you know, well, turpentine. Oil, oil would take it away. Something. I mean, you know, we we now we you know we I know that we're doing a big thing about straws and about plastics and which is amazing and please you know don't leave crap on the beach whatever you do yeah but back then I would have to say that it was a lot worse I mean there oh was, yeah oh, there was sure. stuff that came off of those cruise ships they would just they literally just would throw all their trash away before yeah. they got into harbor. There was no envi environmental no. safety I mean, organization to stop these guys. There was. They just didn't, they just didn't have the manpower to. Yeah, they, just, yeah, they didn't. Right. And then, or or the know-how to. Right. Right. How do we figure out what freighter went by or yeah, where it's yeah, coming it from? It was an afterthought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most people were like, "It's the ocean. It's huge." Right. Yeah. And that, that's why I think that's no, it went away. I threw it away, so it's away. You know, there's, <laughs> there's sharks chasing those fish, or those boats, and it's like when they come into port, that's why they, you know, everybody said, oh, the, 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 the inlets are all sharky. Well, it's because they're dumping, dumping they were garbage, dumping yeah. junk into the, and these sharks are like, you know, oh, it was like mulch. a buffet. You know? mulch for them, yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was <clears throat> the tar. The tar. Thank you, Bob. <laughs> Always for bringing that. Tar balls. Thank you, Keith, yeah. the intern. For oh, yeah, and thank God we don't have it anymore. That was uh, every now and then. Every now and then, but they, if they get caught, they're fined so bad. Keegan, dude, watch your foot. Seriously. <laughs> so Keegan, the intern. Gotta love him. So, so if you're getting seasick, it's because of Keegan. <laughs> Surfing that or not, well, we were just talking about a little bit of the equipment and whatnot, and you know, a lot of people I've heard stories have been like, oh, way back in the day, there was a lot more consistency in surf, and the waves were a lot better as far as form goes and stuff like that. And we're hearing that because of the jetty and because of the pier, yeah. that kind of helped add to that and whatnot. But well, you had said I something. gave Bradley my theory right. the last yes. time, and I, I've got it up here, and I've talked to a bunch of people about what it since then. What do they think? I actually, I think it's got a lot of legs, and I've been looking at it. Um, we had a couple of cold fronts come through in early October, and I was like, weird. Higher tide seems to be breaking 
and that's not what I would have thought. And I think it's because it allows the swell to come over all those yeah. inlets yeah. that have now been the, because the tie's not dragging right. on it going exactly. through the inlets. Yeah. So exactly. I don't know if Bill knows what it is that we're kind of discussing. Oh, no, I, 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 oh okay. I picked good. up. On. Right. Yeah, that was quick. Yeah, I got it. There was Everybody else is out there. What are you guys right. talking well, about? Well, well earlier yeah, in the year when we had when we had please. TQ Terry on the show <laughs> for everybody else's uh, sake, you know, Terry had kind of proposed this idea that really blew a lot of us away, and a couple of people had even kind of commented yeah. about it, and uh, and it was saying how uh, the consistency of swell or the ability for a lot of these swells to make it all the way down to us uh, was a lot more consistent back then. Uh, because there wasn't as many inlets or jetties that were breaking up the swell so it wasn't from being degrading. able to make it. You it know? wasn't degrading. And I would also add to that that probably because all of the beach reconstructions right. has Absolutely. changed a lot. Absolutely, it changed because all that changed the tide. That changed the, yeah, the, the whole tide. The depth of the water. Right. right. You know, so when you have more yeah. beach, it's, it's just changing different. the depth of the water. So on yeah, these I mean, events that we're seeing, like a marginal, almost rideable kind of swell. At high tide, it almost seems like it fills in more here, and you'd expect it to break more maybe a mid would, or lower yeah, tide. Because yeah, you need, you feel like you need a bottom for right. it. Right, yeah. but it seems like to make it down here, it needs, it a, needs higher a higher tide, tide. and remember, then it'll break in a couple of select sandbars. Because remember, it you have more down. water too. You do. The tides and the water is getting higher. Yeah. You know, they. I don't know if it's global warming, or whatever it is, but we have. If you've lived here long enough, you'll see that the well, that the water levels are getting higher. Yeah, and and the tides are a little bit more right. dramatic. Right. Well, yeah. we used to have the high highs and the low lows, right. which was the, the they call them the king tides, would only last a couple of weeks. Now they last a couple of months. It seemed like yeah. king tide this year wasn't so bad. My, did I miss something? I mean, it just no. I mean, no. We were we were affected by it. Yeah, no, and the reason you don't you don't hear about it because they designed a pumping system well, why and, they raise, right. and they raise the roads, right. but the water levels are still high. So right. you'll see it that the water you know throughout the they years has there. been getting higher and higher. No, uh, so that's filling in more. So it's changing yeah. the surf that we're getting and stuff. On the subject, you know how they're adding. Key, we can't hear you from back there. You gotta yeah, go talk on the microphone. Kind of can. Kind of can. Yeah. Intern. Well, intern. Just. So, Join the party. <laughs> you know how they put seawalls up in the canals, if you've noticed. They hired the seawalls yes. in the canals. Uh -huh. And now what I'm thinking is, how is that going to help us? We have the ocean on the other side, and the water levels are going to rise from the ocean, and it's going to make it worse because now the canals are going to want to balance out the ocean. It's like... It's not going to affect it. Keegan, do me a favor. Just focus on your studies at school. Yeah. <laughs> and, and notes. Yeah, notes. <laughs> Thank you, Keegan. Well, Thank you, Keegan. Keegan, the intern. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's a nice thought, but, you know, the Dutch have got this I figured think, out. I think you need to really concentrate on getting that contest going. Yeah. 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 The call, contest call is beating you up. Yeah, okay. Keegan, they're right, beating you up. You got it. Don't, don't worry about the engineering of the he's got He's got the contest under control. I think what was pretty interesting in one of the conversations we had before going live was um, two things. It was... Um, localism uh, oh, down here and throughout, <laughs> throughout the coastline because yeah, you know, it, it seemed like uh, growing up that Miami surfers were always seen as some of the more hardcore or just more you know guys that you wouldn't want to mess with and I had asked you if that you know who was the hardest you know click of groups up and down the beach uh, from yeah. here going up the, right. the coastline right. well, and they, they actually wrote about how, South Beach. How how bad it was at South Beach yeah. in Surfer Magazine or Surfing yeah. Magazine yeah. back in Voted the Voted number one back in the day. For the, <laughs> We're for number the, one, huh? The, the nastiest crowd. <laughs> and I would attribute that to the fact that when we do get good waves, 
you know, we don't like sharing. We don't like sharing because we don't get them that often. Right. Everybody's you know? frenzy. Right. 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 And you have this frenziness that, that it, it doesn't stop. So yeah, but yes. No, and uh, kind of the, the frenzy and everyone getting kind of grouped together kind right. of reminds me of a little bit of a challenge that we're having with the city locally right now, where they're trying to. Um, implement a little bit more of a guideline when it comes down to surfing and where water sports Whoa, are. we're going to go into this are, one? Are being had, but I just real quick tap into it, um, because the ordinance was created in the 60s in, in regards to the, where the surfing beach was. Interesting. Um, was that regulated back then? What, yes, I actually, it was. I yeah. actually got yeah. pulled out of the water at 3rd yeah. Street yeah. by the police, yeah. taken down to the station, yeah. and, they, and, and they actually put us in jail, myself yeah. and two other guys. And we were all of 14 years old or 15 years old, whatever I was. <clears throat> and my mother was very upset. My picture was in the Herald. But even in the early 70s, it wasn't, 80s. A, yeah. wasn't a val, val for being a valedictorian. Right. So, no. Tiki, we may need your help again. But you know, so, civil even disobedience. In the, but they, I mean, they didn't. They didn't. You know, they didn't press charges. Yeah. They didn't actually book us or anything. But they just. You know, they were trying to scare us. But even in the yeah. early you know, 80s, I thought I was so cool. They would pull you out of the water. Yeah. Really? You really didn't. We weren't really allowed to surf because I know there was. You know, no. south, you were able to surf. I mean, you guys surf South Twenty First Street. Right. So, well, you so, could surf South Beach to the last stand. Right. And then beyond the stand of the jetty, you couldn't surf. Right. Ah. So you had to stay between. And on that the north stand side, and here, and the and you, north side, and forget and it. And north side, you couldn't surf. No. Right. So that was it. So and even even Twenty First Street, technically, you weren't allowed to surf. Technically, you weren't, but they would. Twenty First were allowed, but but in between. From here to 21st yeah. Street, right? No. Second, and then third, what about north of 21st? Second, like the second and third street. Second and third street. If there was a, north, a south swell, you couldn't go. You would, yeah, you would get kicked out. Yeah, if the beach was packed, they would remove you. Yeah, yeah. They would yeah I mean, you early in the morning, you could do it before the lifeguards came. Yeah, out before the lifeguards, left. but. But. Huh. And then, yeah. it, and then, it, once the pier came down, it, it kind of that kind of went away right. a little bit. But if there was it issues on the, the beach or something. Yeah. Yeah, but when the pier went down and changed the bottom yeah, at Third yeah, Street. Yeah. But back to your point about localism, <laughs> um, South Beach has always had a, uh, or at least uh, definitely in the 60s and 70s, it had a. Even uh, the 80s. Uh, yeah, in the 80s, it had a very, very um, uh, locals only, yeah. uh, you know, kind of vibe. Um, I would say that uh, the haulover guys. Uh, especially on like a north swell when the haulover people would come down, you know, there were some that, that connected with this Soccer, group right. and, and there some were didn't, you know, um, and then there was the Fort Lauderdale guys and we talked about them. Right, and they were called the, the uh, Greenback the Green Yeah, and they were they still around. Uh, yeah, apparently they are, yeah. And they were, I'll probably get some nasty notes on this, but, but they, <laughs> they, were, they were known as, as being kind of, uh, you know, their local you know, um, well, Lake Worth was group, the same way. You know, and Lake Worth, Lake Worth always had a, uh, yeah. which is a little north of there. I've always known they that too. Growing up, as a kid, that Lake Worth Lake always Worth had a Lake Worth, Lake Worth, Lake Worth. Yeah. I mean, they would tough destroy crowd. your car yeah. in the parking yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah. especially. Really and back in the day, this is something that, that you guys probably don't remember, but every county had a number, and they they gave on your tag. Right. You had a number by yeah. the size of the county. Well, Miami Dade. One was one right? So they knew. So you when you from. went north, they look at your to tag. Deerfield, and you had a one on your tag. It was one, a letter W or D or whatever, and then the the tag number. 
and like Cocoa Beach was like I think 13 or something, you know. So that was you know that. But when you went to Cocoa, you had a one, and you went out at the pier. Everybody knew that that guy in the Volkswagen van, that's a Miami guy, you know. And it didn't matter how many Ron John stickers you had on the car or whatever, they knew by that tag. <laughs> right. So it's funny because growing up, uh, up until they changed it to just saying the Sunshine State on the yeah. bottom, right. they, they had it counties. on counties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the same thing with that's like right. Dade County. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. North Carolina has got Outer Banks is OBX. Yeah, and, and, and Georgia has counties on there yeah. still, you know. But down here, that was that was a problem because you know you. How you didn't want to go if you had a one, and you know, I mean, you knew your car would might not be right. Randallized yeah. condition when you got back. <laughs> so it's always good to have a girlfriend on the beach that was watching the car. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but in, in, in that sense also, because they knew the, the Dade County surfers, or the surfers from Miami would take care of things. A lot of people. Didn't after a while, said uh, we're not going to mess with these guys because they're not going to play games. Right. They're not stuff. nice. <laughs> no. Well, they're not not nice, but just yeah, but they're not going to put up with the BS. I, I, that's very much still the case from, yeah. from what I've noticed in other surfers yeah. going, going up coast yeah. from Fort Pierce and random different places. Yeah. You'll see a lot of guys get all puffy chested and kind of, you know, jar at the mouth a little bit. And then Miami guys are like, yeah. let's just go to the beach. Just none of this yeah, jarring. Let's yeah, just yeah. go and take but care of it. But you don't yeah. see that that much anymore. No. The, the I mean, I remember <laughs> back, you know, in the 70s, I mean, yeah. there'd be, every time there was good waves, you'd see a couple people. Well, right. In the but you could settle a score without either dying or, or yeah. losing all your money from a lawsuit. Yeah. Your parents lose all right, 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 right. In the 80s, right. it was taken care of. Right. You, you had a choice. Yeah. And you were warned. It didn't just... It was hey, the Gary Giles theory. That go I down, go down to the beach. Are you in? Okay. What's that story? The story I told you guys the last time with Gary Giles knocking Mike Reifman's teeth out right. at 21st Street. Sometimes you just gotta sell scores like that. I, yeah, but I, you know, I mean, but now Gary was this big and Reifman was this big. But can you imagine doing something like that today? The no. parents would be on you. You'd be in, you know, juvenile hall. Well, You'd be well. Reifman yeah. was an adult. Well, it doesn't matter. And Gary, it'd still and be. Gary was like. 15 right. years old and yeah, you weighed back 90 then pounds. it was kind of like, okay, everything's good. Right. You know, but so nowadays it would be different. But anyway, there was quite a bit of localism. Right. And so to, to continue with that localism and the fact that... Which, by the way, I want one of your stickers. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have any localism, but I want a local sticker. Um, <laughs> can't hurt, can it? <laughs> Surfing down here has its challenges sometimes in regards to when it gets really good. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, most uh, semi-pros to pros know that when South Beach fires, it's a place you want to be. Yeah, right. It's the unicorn yeah. of the surf world for the right. most part. Exactly. Um, was it still very much that way back in the day? Was it the kind of thing? I mean, yeah. obviously, a lot of pros knew how good yeah. South Beach was. But we didn't have like the pros like you think about pros today. Right. I mean, I remember, and I think you yeah. probably remember, George Machuca. Yeah. Sure. And I mean, we all went out and watched George Machuca rip on a you know, overhead day at South Beach, it was like, you know, that was a pro, right. you know, for us. I was like, wow, and he was a pro. But, you know, we didn't, I, I don't remember like seeing like real, you know, like, like Gary Well, no, because Popper remember, and, because and remember, and those surfing guys, back never then, they, did, they the, didn't come this far south. No, they would go to Fort they, Pierce. Or they'd go to West Palm. But back then, surfing, the pros was a lot different too, right. you know. There, it, the contests were different. I, I don't even know. There was a lot of money involved. Pros. Yeah, there wasn't that many pros. Yeah, there wasn't. Well, because it wasn't as if there was money involved. There, like there was there only a handful of guys. Yeah, that were there wasn't. Money. There wasn't. 
nobody could afford to go ahead and right. push themselves no. to all these contests no. and pay for it and right. kind of no, do no, they were on their own. On your own. The pros back then were on their own. I mean, the so property. they didn't travel, they didn't have money, they, they weren't getting paid much. Yeah. Proper. A couple hundred bucks. Gary Proper was getting paid well. Well, Gary like, Proper was one of those, the, probably the first real East Coast pro yeah. that actually made a living he off He made a that. great living. Yeah. yeah. Right, but that's one guy. No, one no, guy. I get right. it. Right. Exactly. So, so when you're yeah. looking at that, well, Claude. even, Claude, even, yeah. and then back then when you're surfing in contests, when you're surfing in contests, you're surfing in a heat, and the next heat, the guy that you just surfed in the heat with is judging you. <laughs> yeah, that's I remember, true. I remember there we go, happening. Keegan. Take notes on that. Yeah. So, so you're going, wait a minute, how, how does this happen? Way to do it. Yeah. So, you know, and no, that discourages I'm, I'm going to give you zeros. Two Keegan all zeros, you give me all zeros. It's easy. <laughs> things have, you know, so it wasn't organized. And that's what I'm saying. As it developed and got more organized, they had true judges and stuff, and then more money came in. And stuff where you're not surfing against were, a guy that you're Were there judging. indicators further north that would let you know that a swell was going to get pretty decent down here? Uh, just because with forecasting a little bit, you know. Yeah, how did you guys have, like know that? Yeah, but, well, because you, you, like Bill said, you, you become be You become weatherman. You become right. forecasters. Yeah, but you didn't even have any. Go, hey, why did this swell happen? Map. Oh, because the That's swell it. came off. North Carolina or something, and you, and you see like the lows, that. and then you learn. You say, okay, and that's not going to happen. To be, to be honest, you know, the information is not that much and better. The, and, the, you know, <laughs> and the lows, it is better. And the, <laughs> and the lows go in cycles. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. that's you the trend to, is your you friend. You can tell so like, the lows used to go like off Port the coast yeah. much closer to North Florida and Georgia. Yeah, that's back it. In the day. When it goes North Carolina, comes off there, you know, in a couple days it's coming here, and it's also going to Puerto Rico. So you jump on a plane and go down there yeah. so you know exactly if we don't catch it they're still getting it and i don't know if you guys if you remember this but um ron john's surf shop in Cocoa beach had a number and it was you'd call the the number and you'd say um is maury pope there oh, and they, yeah, and right, remember that yeah, yeah. the maury yeah. pope thing and they would say oh no maury's uh out. he's in the glassing room and he'll be back in about three to five yeah. hours because yeah. because you were calling collect yeah. for Maury Pope because you couldn't we didn't want to pay for it this is before cell phones so you call collect <laughs> for Maury Pope at Ron Johns they say no uh, oh no he's he's chopping wood now uh, two uh, we'll be back in about two hours yeah that I mean it was chopping chop. was that was chop. that was chop. that wood chop. 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 Yeah. 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 I already knew the forecast I'm yeah. ready to go two three feet yeah. glass let's go you didn't have to pay for it <laughs> so it was either chop or glass. And they would, uh, but you always ask for Maury Pope was actually a surfboard uh, yeah, label yeah. at yeah. the time, yeah. and uh, you know, they, made, they made very yeah innovative. But first anyway. the bisect surfboard. Yes. Well, yeah, exactly. that, that, well, that was that actually was later. That was actually Pope bisect. Right? Yeah, that was Pope's son. Really? That yeah. The original Maury Pope did the camel, and they did longboards, and they did a lot of things. You know, very innovative. But anyway, the. Um, that was an interesting I think John Peck that. was associated with it. I think he was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's an interesting. That's yeah. So, so maybe we should stop that, was, that here. A special code for locals that to call you. That was the, the, the code because, wait. Well, Someone break that surf line can. Yeah, you got to remember, you know, you did want to pay He's for Mark a call. Gomez you, you didn't need money. <laughs> yeah. And that'd be code for like, it's fire. Yeah. <laughs> well, you whoever worked in the surf shop, you knew when there was a freak swell or 
or something, you'd get a phone call, hey, we're yeah. going off, man, you got to come here right now. What? <laughs> Everybody get here. Oh, yeah. And well, then you give the surf report. Ah, you guys I posted it. a picture, I guess, maybe last winter, and it was like, oh, last year, this is what it looked like. Everyone freaked out because they thought it was today. Yeah. And I was like, no, I mean, it says it in the caption. They're like, yeah, I, yeah I know, but I got to read that. We should do a surf report. I got hate mail out there. Wow. Yeah, those are good. The, the Fox me, Yeah. Oh, God. Me and Jimbo used to do them all the yeah, time. Hey, we got, we got. Oh, my God. We sit there for hours changing the chain and laughing. Yeah. <laughs> of what you guys remember, how many different surf shops have we had down here? Well, you had, you had. You Name them when you think down here. Let's go. South yeah. Beach South or? Let's go back to the original. Yeah. Surf Challenger. Warehouse. Well, no. Well, well, Dudley's. Yeah, but then, yeah, but then Challenger. Dudley started his shop probably, I'm guessing. Little Hawaii. Dudley started his shop in the 50s. Yeah. Dudley. Little and Hawaii. Little Hawaii. Which was Bar, Margola, or Margolis. Right. This is a surf uh, shop in Miami-Dade County yeah. in the 50s. Yeah. Right here. Right here. Yeah. South Beach. But that was the, yeah. It was probably the same place. And then, and then the Little Hawaii was on where? That was on like on the beach side. Yeah, but it was, it was like up, up north in Holly, Hollandale or Hollywood. I think yeah, I remember right. Way up. Yeah. And then there was a uh, surf jet. There was Surfboards Miami. There was Dive and Surf. There was uh, Gardner. There was no, but uh, Fox. Well, I'm, I, I'm 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 going through the. Yeah, but Gardner was before. Yeah, Fox. Gardner was. Oh yeah, wait. Wait, not there. Fox. No, Gardner over here was. Yeah, he no. been there for a while. But he, I don't. He moved, and then he came. Right, then he right. moved down the street. Okay, right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. He moved. Okay, when he and moved then uh, got bath sorted out. And then, uh, oh, did I say surf? Yeah, yeah. We're at Gardner, and then we're, we're, we're at Fox. Fox. Fox, and then Ocean Drive. Ocean Drive. Ocean. Then Drive. Island Water Sports. Island Water Sports. Yeah, and then well, now you're the. And then that was it. Then, oh, then oh, Exile. Yeah. Birds. 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 Yeah. Well, Birds was there. Birds, right? Yeah, the original yep. birds. And well, the Ocean Drive, the same as the Ocean Ave. Original birds was the yeah, It was Fox and Ocean Ave, it's the same. Yeah, they moved. Fox right? went yeah. to Mel uh, West to, Palm. I, I, Ocean Ave went to Melbourne. Ocean Drive bought it. Okay. The, uh, and then, and then when they sold out, Island World bought it. Yeah, Island World that bought it. We're up to about 12 shops now. And then Exile opened. It was closed off here. The Lion Shop that was over there. For a hot minute. Yeah, that was. That never, or I didn't even, couldn't even find it. The lion one? Yeah, did that like go? Uh, it was like a shaping room slash oh, kind okay. of surf shop. It was on very long story. Fifth and yeah. fifth and uh, when was this, Chris? Jefferson, like 2000. Yeah, 2000. Oh yeah, yeah. What was the name of that? Lions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was like Eric and Daniel. So you got, you got then Exile opened up. Shop and then it turned into Birds. Exile, yeah. Right. That was Carl and David, huh? Right. No. And then. Um, and then Exile opened up. Exile, which was right over here. That was in the 90s. It was, was on Washington. Yeah. Right, that Washington. Wasn't that close 2005, 6, 7? Oh, I, no, I think they, they, were, they were in the no, 80s. They closed, 88, well, Exile? Yeah. Exile closed like 2000. And yeah. then for a while there was no... Maybe a little after. Well, right. Uh, Mark, Mark, my... I went to his partner. Or they, they, he had started the shack yeah. in like 2002 or something right, like yeah, that for right. like two years. Yeah. And, and then, then you, it didn't work out. And then we started first in 2008. Yeah. And... Uh, and you're you're it basically. We're here. We're here. Yeah. Oh, well, then Scott Island Water Sports North Miami. Yeah, yeah. but isn't there? Isn't well, there? He's been around 35 years. He was back up on 167th originally. Yeah, there's the Quicksilver show, and then he opened the Quicksilvers. Oh, Quicksilver's still awesome, there, right? right? No, nope, they had... closed about three years ago. Yeah, but um, that's really. Can you really yeah. count that? Uh, well, when they first opened, it felt like a surf shop because it was yeah. the third store in the company, 
and they weren't corporate. So, and for me, that was actually growing up okay. as a kid and un, and hearing the stories between your South Beach and the Hallover, sometimes battling each other, like go home, Hallover, go home, South Beach, at different times. Right. The Quicksilver store was the first time that I saw both beaches or, or kids or, or people that surf both beaches actually worked under the same roof for the most part. Did, did you work there? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I started there in 2000. Do you remember when uh, we put a six Surfboards Miamis in there? Were you there when that, I think it might have uh, been Probably, no, I mean, I, I was there from the first day it opened. Really, yeah. uh, this might have been a little bad, but anyway, we had a, a six boards and they, they, they consigned them. Yes, I think I, I think I remember. And uh, but the interesting thing is the guy I guess was the manager. Steve Molnar. Steve. It was Steve and Kim. Kimmy, she was like a short little yeah, blonde I girl. Yeah, But he, he he they sold them. Right. And I said, um, you want to you know you want me to make? He's like, no. I said, okay. That's and I said, well, who bought them? Are they gonna, am I going to see them at the beach? And he said, no, no. Most of them were bought by you know um, rappers and people that live in uh, urban areas like Detroit. New York and stuff, because they wanted something with the my, word Miami, Miami on it, and they want to hang it on their wall. Sounds just and about I'm like, right. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> so does, you know, you my know? crappy rails are going to work out some, just fine tomorrow. Make some really cool looking art and stuff on them, you know? I mean, yeah, anyway. What was the name of the shop that was on 71st Street? Uh, Liquid 2. Liquid 2. That's right, you're right. Absolutely. So that's about 13 shops right there. Good one. 13, you you remember uh, Catch a wave. Augie Diaz from the sure. shop? Sure. Remember Augie? Augie. Augie. I Look at the rails on this board, man. I tell you, this board is <laughs> for you. Surfed. The guy never there surfed. Blue Hawaii down south and on US one as well. <laughs> Augie, yeah. This guy was a Augie, character. Uh, oh, the, the, the Blue Hawaii on uh, where there was the a lot water sports on, uh, I don't on the US one right yeah. by yeah, yeah, where yeah. Miami's yeah. best was. Yeah, also there was a shop in the grove, Blue Water or something? Oh, Catch Wave. Catch Wave. Which is still there. Right. So we're called Upwind Surfing. Well, it was Upwind in downtown, across the street from Bayside. Right. Yeah. With the same owners as Catch Wave. Right, right. So yeah, we're up to like 15, 16. Such a character. Funny guy. Wow. Funny guy. Yeah. But he sold boards. He sold boards. Yeah. I guess Catch Wave. Are we done with the show? Seems like we're almost done with the show. I'm having too much fun, man. Oh, yeah. We can keep going. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I think we, we hit a lot of the time. Turning into some other, like, we were just having side conversations. I feel like we should close it. Because <laughs> Caleb's like, going to have to do some hard yeah. editing. Caleb's let's, sleeping. Let's He's got to go to school tomorrow. Oh, no, it's Saturday. No, Caleb. <laughs> no, I'm not sleeping. Keegan yeah. might have to go to summer school. Friday. Yeah. Detention tomorrow? <laughs> oh, good. Homework. Detention. Okay. Uh, Bradley, walk so, us out of here. Yeah, right, I feel yeah. to do this. It's only 42 times that we've done this. Uh, episode 42. Yeah. Episode 42 in the books, talk story uh, from First Shop, November 9th. Caleb, thanks for doing what you do. Keegan, thanks, I guess. Thanks for moving the camera. For so we're the camera. Thanks for shaking the camera. I want to see you <laughs> Chris, thanks for hosting us as always. Chris. And these guys. Yeah, thank you. I, I can, so I can awesome. only say thank you, Chris, yeah, so much. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. for being here, for doing yeah, it. I'm, you know, I'm You're the just, man. It's true. Just another one of us that just kind of keeps the story oh, going. Don't be mad at me. Keeping the story going. Uh, thank you. I'll catch you guys next time. Good night. Thanks for joining. Peace. Loved it. Yeah.